for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone. Bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews, and weekly giveaways. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Welcome back to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones, and we have our co-host, Bryant Falconer, here in the studio. How are you doing today, Brian? Hey, man, I'm doing good, doing good. So, anyway, uh, as always, let's just jump right in and talk about what we're smoking. Go ahead. Hey, today I am smoking a Sweet Jane, Deadwood's Sweet Jane. Now, that's the sister smoke to what? Fat Bottom Betty and uh, Crazy Alice. Okay. So, she's the sister to Crazy Alice and Fat Bottom Betty. Gotcha. So, I want to say, too, you said before you didn't think I would like the other smoke. No. And I agreed just by looking at it because <laughs> this one actually looks like something I would yes, smoke yes. because it looks like a real a cigar. cigar. Yeah. You know, what is that? That's a Robusto. Robusto. And so, that other size looked like, you know, something my sister would smoke. Not happening. So, uh, anyway, yeah. uh, I haven't tried any of those, so I'm I'm this gonna put was, that one on my list. This one was more chocolatey and earthy, uh-huh. but it's a medium to full, which you like, and it's it's not overpowering throughout. It's a good smoke, man. It's, it's just something you sit back and now. Uh, would that be something I would want to smoke more with, like a bourbon or a Jameson, or is that something I'd want to enjoy bourbon with a coffee or coffee, especially that uh, Costa Rican? Okay, I would, I would, I would probably say with the cocoa flavored in there i would probably want to go more with a coffee uh versus a bourbon because i'm not real big on mixing chocolate and bourbon that's just me so uh anyway uh also i want to give a shout out to a great friend ed mr ed Uh, Not the horse. Uh, He's actually a professor at Hardin-Simmons University. Great guy. Smoke. Well, I I shouldn't say this. He doesn't (laughs) smoke smoke. a lot of cigars. And uh, I'll tell you a funny story. And I I hope he's not listening to this with uh, his uh, better half. But, uh, yeah, here goes my arms throwing people (laughs) under the bus again. But I just want to say, man, this guy doesn't smoke a lot of cigars. And it's because he's a closet smoker. (laughs) And here's the funny thing, and I think it's hilarious. You know, he comes up to the shop and enjoys a good cigar. And then he goes home and his wife doesn't know he smokes cigars. Now, unless she doesn't have a nose. (laughs) Her old factory. Yeah, she knows he smokes cigars. So is there anybody else out there that thinks that they're getting away with smoking cigars and their (laughs) wife's not knowing? Because I'm telling you right now, if you smoke cigars and you go home, your wife smells cigars. Yes, you smell them when you walk in. Oh, yeah, when I walk in the door, my (laughs) daughter's like, oh, dad, you smell like cigars. And so I know I smoke a lot of cigars, but that's just with one. Yeah. So anyway, I think it's hilarious hilarious but this guy is a professor uh at a university here locally and man i don't know a better guy than ed 
And uh, I also want to give a shout out to Fred. I did reach out and talk to him earlier today. Good, good. And he didn't sound too good. So I'm thinking, uh, I'm hoping he's feeling a little bit better either tomorrow or Saturday. And I was going to run by and take him a cigar and hopefully get to talk to yeah. him for a minute. Uh, prayers for Fred, guys. Please, he's uh, got please. cancer. And, uh, man, he's a solid dude. He's Vietnam a veteran. Era. Yeah, he's a vet. And, uh, anyway, he's a, a good friend from the cigar shop. So we just want to give him a shout out as well. So, anyway, we were talking before the show started. And I don't know if anybody of you, or any of you guys are fans of All in the Family or uh, the Jeffersons. But when I grew up, man, every week we were in front of the TV when that came on. Yes, sir. Moving on up. Yeah, moving on up. And then uh, I, I can't even think of the name of the song for All in the Family, but it was hilarious. You know, Edith and Archie be singing that song. But I bet you didn't know. The person that sang Moving On Up for Jefferson's was Walona off of Good Times. No, I did not know yes. that. So you know who sang it last night? Who did? Oh, Jennifer Hudson. Boom. Oh. Dude, and she had on this satin dress that came to about mid-thighs and had this huge afro, <laughs> and she was getting down. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, it was really cool because they did it live. Yes, they did. And, man, they were spot on. In fact, the only mess up in the whole show, really, that I caught was Jamie Foxx was talking to this other dude, and they both started cracking up <laughs> and then trying not, not to, to crack, crack up. up. Yeah. But it was really good. So if you guys didn't grow up on uh archie bunker and mr jefferson then you don't know what you missed because that was like every week and the cool thing about the show was it was about a family and the dynamics of that family yes. you had like this old guy who was a bigot but he didn't know he, he was, was a, a bigot. Big, yeah. And then you had his wife who waited on him hand and foot. You had his daughter that was like rebellious. Yeah, 100% and, liberal. Right, 100% <laughs> liberal. And then you had her husband, husband that was liberal and unemployed and yeah. always argued back and forth. And it was just a really funny show. And then offspurt of that was the neighbor george yes. jefferson which they were always you know banging Back heads and, yeah. and uh so then they moved to the apartment up in the sky yes they they, the they, sky. they made it out and yeah. now they're working up and it was just it was really kind of nostalgic but they did a great job jamie fox was in it uh woody harrelson played archie which i thought that was kind of weird uh he did a great job but it was just kind of hard picturing Archie Bunker from Woody Harrelson. Because you, when you think Archie Bunker, you think Carol O'Connor. Oh, yeah, yeah, and automatically. Just automatically. Just the same way with uh, George Jefferson and Sherman Helmsley. But, but, Jamie Foxx pulled it off. You know, that whole... Yeah. who who can he not pull off? Well, right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, Ray, you, you go from Ray Charles to... Oh, uh, great uh, movie, by uh, the way. To, to uh, Bundini in, in Ali, and he pulled all of them off. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. But anyway, enough about that. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure you can catch it on one of the services, Hulu or whatever. Yeah, streaming. And then uh, also, we were reading earlier an article about the uh, Beverly Hills voted to ban all tobacco sales and vaping <laughs> except the cigar lounge that Arnold Schwarzenegger is a part of. So apparently, you can't go against the Terminator. Oh, no, because he'll be back. You're right. So anyway, 
Beverly Hills has banned all tobacco sales except for that uh, cigar, except for cigars. cigars. Yeah. You know what I say? That gives me a lead in right into sign up for Cigar Rights of yes. America. Write your senator. It shows that enough people. We started change. raising hell mm-hmm. about this that it got changed. And I know you got Arnold Schwarzenegger, but, I mean, he's just one guy. There was lots of people yes. up in an uproar about this, and that's how they got it stopped. So don't think that your voice doesn't count. It also goes back to grassroots uh, 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 politics. They said that everybody almost showed up at the commu- at the, uh, commission meeting and they spoke their piece. Right. And the committee committee men had to listen to them. They had to listen because we're speaking. Don't 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 attack my cigars. Leave, leave my leave my leaf alone, man. Just leave my leaf alone. It's it's not um, an issue. It will never be an issue. So just accept it. You know, it's a great way to unwind. Right. And, you know, I'm always talking about Cigar Rights of America. It's $25. That's it. And so if you enjoy cigar smoking and hanging out with the guys in the community, man, sign up. And uh, like I said, uh, in two weeks, we'll have uh, the president for them uh, for the uh, Cigar Rights of America on. We'll talk about some of the issues uh, within the political system and uh, with the FDA, get some inside information. But anyway, go sign up and don't sit around and complain about it if you're not willing to step up and do something. That's correct, because if you're a smoker, you got to you got to raise your voice. Right. You have to. Anyway, we wanted to talk about. Uh, oh, well, we talked about what you're smoking. We never yeah, did get to what I'm did. smoking because yeah, I started yabbering. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm smoking a Hiram Solomon, the traveling man, which is still my favorite. Yes. I haven't tried the one that you tried. Which one was that? The Grand Architect. Okay, I'm going to try that tomorrow. But uh, the traveling man, I love this smoke. Uh, it really fits me well. Uh, it's, a, it's a medium to full, closer to the full, and a good, good amount of nicotine. And it smokes so well, man. It's a beautiful stick. I've posted some pictures of it. I love this cigar. But uh, anyway, uh, they're a sponsor for us, and we want to give them a shout-out. Alpha Cigar Company, they're a sponsor for us. We want to give them a shout-out. Definitely check out Alpha Cigars. They're the ones that do the absinthe infused and defused so if you want to try the infused it says uh, absence infused and they have uh, different lines they have connecticut maduro claro and then they also have the same line that's not infused and those are called the diffusers so definitely check them out man some of the best construction i've ever seen on a cigar Yes. I mean, that ash you had on both of those cigars you smoked was amazing. And I mean, I don't really smoke a lot of the big 660 cigars, Uh but seeing the ones that you've smoked, that was an amazing construction. Didn't want to tap that ash. Right. What else we got to talk about before we get back to the Mike Rosales interview? Anything coming up? Oh, you know what? We've got a couple of events coming up at the Leaf. Yes. So we want to uh, give a shout out to Jay and Corey at the Leaf. If you guys uh, get a chance to come by Abilene, man, come by and say hello to Jay and Corey. And there's a big chance that me and Bryant will be there. Yes. And if you let us know you're going to be there, we'll do our best best to get down there and hang out with you and smoke and drink coffee and just, uh, you know, chill out and have a good time. We had one uh, 
listener that showed up and uh he popped in and it was just like a wonderful time two to three hours later we were like man we gotta go <laughs> we right gotta go. right we were doing the show and <laughs> yeah. it was like man it's kind of getting late yeah and yeah. the cool thing about the leaf is you never want to leave never want to leave and it's yeah. like you know i i feel bad because like at nine o'clock at closing time and <laughs> Dwayne's like trying to go home and i'm like i don't want to go and you know what they say you don't have to go home, but you got to go. <laughs> right. So anyway, uh, that's it for now. We're going to get back to the interview with Mike Rosales, co-founder of Romacraft. And I uh, hope you're enjoying his interview. And we'll be back afterwards to do our house cleaning. We appreciate it, guys. We'll be right back after this quick break. One, one last question. We're not from Austin. I don't know that much about Austin. Where's the one hidden gem place to eat? Oh, man. Threw you a curveball, didn't I? Well, it, it, since we were talking about barbecue, <laughs> uh, this late in the evening time, there's only one place that I would send anybody, um, and that's Style Switch Barbecue. Yeah, and it's uh, it's literally across the street. It, it was actually filmed. <laughs> sorry, here we go again. Um uh, it was it was filmed. There was a movie that was made here called Days and Confused back in the oh, late yeah. 70s. Yeah. So there was a there's a it's it was there's a couple of scenes that were filmed in the parking lot where this, this barbecue shop oh, was okay. at. Right. So um but what's really kinda cool about it is that they, they cook all night long and all day long. Uh they only shut down the pits on Sunday night, Monday day to get a, to, to kind of rest them. And then they, they basically cook twenty four seven from there on out. And so it's fresh barbecue, so you you know because everywhere else around here that's any good sells out. Yeah. So, and then they're done. They're done for the day. Yeah. So if you're not standing in line by eight thirty nine o'clock in the morning, you know, yeah, they'll come out and they'll go, hey, everything past this, you know, <laughs> we don't have this, and everything past this, you know, you might as well go home. And uh, Style Switch is one of those places. Um, you know, I, I I'm a big fan of their their beef rib. It's it's probably it's like a brontosaurus rib that the three of us could share one, uh, yeah. Fred Flintstone, yeah. It, it's it's a beast, um, but it it's almost like 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 a pot roast on a bone. Like you you know you grab the bone, you know the meat the meat is stuck and the the bone comes off in your hand. Um, so and the brisket is is on point, sausage is on point. So you know that those are kind of the the you know you, you gotta get in the, in the, so so brisket, sausage, and the beef rib would be my my three meats and, and yeah and so what i would do is i would get you know a pound and a half two pounds of brisket i would get you know probably one each through each two each of the sausage and and uh and then i would get the bone in the the, the beef rib split that now it's gonna cost you like 50 60 bucks but it's worth it you know what i'm saying All right, so yeah um and, and then you know the the sides they do this really good it's this corn casserole that's really good and their, their coleslaw is good so um that would be my my recommendation for a Thursday afternoon. Well, now we know where we're going to dinner. So yeah. thank there you. you. Go. My yeah. pleasure, guys. Hope uh, now I hope it lives up to the hype. I know it will, <laughs> but uh, but that's that's you know people when we post we usually we go to there we go to Franklin's, uh, but like I said, Franklin's is you know they're done. You know, if you're like you're oh, not yeah. standing in line, yeah. uh, Terry Black's is really good. That's all the way downtown. Um, you know, Styles is close. Styles is close. Again, if we were if it was earlier in the day. You, I would say, go out to Louis Mueller's. Louis Mueller's out in Taylor is like the, you know, the Godfather, the of, old school. Old school. I've actually right. seen them on some show. Yeah, and uh, but again, because it's, it's, you know, we're talking five thirty, six o'clock here, our time. It, they're done for the day. I uh, guess, yeah. 
you know, Snows is really good. You know, I mean, we're, we're really, really blessed being where we are because, I mean, Lockhart is just down the street, right? So you got Blacks, you got Smitties, you got, you know, I mean, there's all these these people that have been making barbecue for, you know, last hundred years, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, as it as it kind of, you know, spreads in and, and now you got all this kind of fusion kind of stuff going on, I mean, you can go around and get some really good barbecue. I mean... Uh, even Rudy's, which is a gas station, has got pretty good barbecue yeah. for for being a gas yes, station, right? right? So, um, you know, and they're making their name nationally, right? I mean, I was in um, I was in Oklahoma City, and, and they actually had one there. I was surprised. And so, you know, so you're starting to see the the influence of Texas barbecue all over the place. Oh, absolutely. So, when I go up to uh, Lubbock, I always hit yeah. Rudy's. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, listen, you know, here's the thing. I mean, we have this place called the Salt Lick. Uh, we call it the Tourist Trap. Uh, I'm not trying to uh, offend anybody. If you're a fan of the Salt Lake, you know, it's a cool experience. You go there, you can be wild beast, you can bring your own booze. And they have this big pit. But again, it's really, it's saucy. <laughs> but if you like sauce, like some people I know, uh, you may like it. You may like it. But, I, you know, I'm all about the meat. And I want the meat sweats. You're so, right, uh, right. But that's uh, that's where I would go. I go to Style Switch Barbecue. Let me know what you guys think. We will definitely let you um, know, Mike. Yeah, you guys can follow me on social media. It's uh, on Instagram. It's smoke underscore Roma. My business partner, uh, Skip Martin, is Chief Hava, H-A-V-A. Uh, Danny is the underscore Danny underscore Vasquez. Uh, Roma Craft Tobacco at Roma Craft Tobacco is our our page for. Um, I don't know if you saw the wall down there. That's got I all did the, all the pictures of the of all the the pictures of the day. So. I've had three of my shots done as Roma picture <laughs> nice. of the day. Nice. That's uh, yeah. So that that's one of the the you know again we could you know we might we might have to dub this part one and have to do some other, other uh, you know. No, you know what? Going. The fans they love no matter how long we go. Okay. I, I, the only complaints I ever get, hey man, that show was too short. Yeah. No, so it's uh. I mean, let again. When you sit around and talk about cigars, cigar shops, food, you know that's 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 a winning combo, right? And so, we're smoking cigars. That's so. it. Yeah, that that's uh, that, that's a big blessing. I mean, you know, um, there there are fewer places across the United States where you know you can't you can't do that anymore. You know, they're taking that privilege away. You know. Uh, well, that brings me to one more question, and I, I know we're running short on time for you, but. What do you see in the future as far as FDA? What what kind of things do you see them actually doing? Because there's so many rumors out there. Is it is it the same on your level? I mean, <clears throat> the the truth to be told is that no one knows. Okay, right that that is the so so anybody who says hey they're going to do this they're going to do that, no one knows because uh, they haven't really said right, which is part of the challenge. So there's an article today where uh, one of the lawsuits was kind of thrown out. So, so there's the, the opposing side is saying, you know, if we wait till 2021 to do the te- for you to lay out this substantial equivalence process, you've got four or five years, three years, four years of people who are selling to minors and selling to people, right? The reality is, is that they don't really care about cigars. They do, but they don't, right? The amount of money that is actually generated from the importation of the cigars into the United States is, is a lot of money. It's it's a lot of money, right? So, uh, you got fifty cents per cigar in federal taxes as soon as it lands, right? So, fifty you, cents on every stick, on every stick, right? That's not even a state tax. That's not a state local tax. Now, now you think about this, right? So, New York is sixty two percent additional state tax. In the five boroughs, they just passed a law that went into effect earlier this year that the 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 least expensive cigar is now eight 
$5.80. So if that cigar retails at $5, there's $3.80 in tax on top of that. Wow. Right, in the five boroughs. So California, 62%, right? Um, I saw Nebraska was trying to do that too. You know, so my my best guess is they will raise the smoking legal limit to 21 with potential exception of being military I hope, right? Because if you can fight for this country and die for the country, you should be able to well, have a cigar. That, that's a whole other right? argument that we've had on the show, actually. It's like, so if you're serving, you're an adult. But if you're not serving, you're not adult? You can take a bullet in the ass, <laughs> right. you know, but uh, you can't have a cigar. Well, you, you know, here's, here's the deal, right? So, I mean, the chemicals they put in cigarettes is on a whole other level, right? However, we were kind of talking about, you know, the camaraderie is what's enjoyable on the cigar smoking side. If it's raining and cold and whatever i'm not gonna have a cigar outside you won't see oh, me no. kind of tucked in the corner trying to light my cigar you know say hey it's the day i'm gonna be in my i'm gonna be inside by the fireplace kind of chilling i'm not trying to you know i, I don't need it right i can go a couple of days you know people smoke cigars when they want to go out and play golf when they want to celebrate someone's birth whenever they want to you know Wedding. weddings right like it's a celebratory kind of thing and or you just want to relax and kind of decompress. Right. And you want to, you know, go to the cigar shop and have a cigar, right? And what's what, there's nothing wrong with that. How You know, so now, for them to make the argument that that there are products that are marketed to children and that and the other argument is, uh, so you know, that underage kids are, are, you know, because in the FDA, the actual, like, test subject age was 27 years old. Right, which is which is way older than even the twenty one year right. years of age. Then the FDA came out and said, actually, you know, based on all the tests, there's nothing that shows that there's anything, you know, addictive or additive into this. You know, the process of making cigars was the same it was two or three hundred years ago when when you know Christopher Columbus stumbled onto Cuba and, and into you know Latin America. Right, so the same techniques are used to this day. It's really a cultural. So I don't understand the you know what you know. However e-cigarettes and vaping and now that you know marijuana is coming on board you know um like like go mess with that stuff right, <laughs> right. but they they lump us into all that stuff now when marlboro comes out and they say we're no longer going to make cigarettes after this but we're going to get into the weed business or we're going to get into jewel or we're going to get into this other stuff you know you got to look at it and go okay where's the real money at right because you know they're not they wouldn't give up those types of marks and brands because they're making a, a boatload of money, right? You know, so they're going to go make a, a whole bunch of more money in something else, right? So, um, you know, so it's really one of those things where if they overtax it, great, because they get more revenue, right? Which helps a lot of these programs. That's number one. But then if people stop smoking, it's kind of like win-win, right? So if you make it so hard that I don't want to smoke cigar, or I don't want to do whatever, um, you know, it's like okay, really, what it comes down to is that people are living a lot longer. True. Right? And if you live a lot longer, that means your healthcare expenses go up. Right? So if if you overeat and you overdrink in soda and you're you know, you got diabetes and you know it, it all compounds. You're not exercising, you're not taking care of yourself, you're doing doing whatever, it's easier for them to say, okay, well, smoking is bad. Right? Everything in excess is bad. Right. How, so it's just low hanging fruit. Right now. But because cigarettes had been, you know, kind of played these games with the, you know, the additive addictive behavior. 
then then it's just easier to kind of lump all smoking into the same kind of category, right? right? Um, but on the on the flip side of that, I, you know, I'll tell you in Arkansas, Arkansas used to have a tobacco tax, they call it OTP tax, where anything that's brought in from another state or other country, and it's it's brought into the, it's you know it's it's this the tax right, it goes to the state on top of the sales tax, right? So they were at ninety three to ninety five percent. They lowered it down to twenty eight percent about three years four years ago. They've had six or seven cigar stores, maybe even more than that, open up in Arkansas, right? Which means more jobs, more revenue, right? And you're you're helping you're helping the community at that point and the economy. And so, you know, that couple things happen. When you start to overtax and you over restrict what's going on. People start looking at, you know, hey, I can't afford, you know, if the tobacco tax was two or three thousand dollars, you stroke a check, you're on your way. But when it gets into ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars, like how do you, you can't even afford to, you know, meet your your minimum monthly requirements? You know, you're you're, you're negative, right? right so, right. you know, nobody wants to have a business that's negative. So then, you know, what ends up happening is, is you start kind of playing these games about hiding taxes and, and trying to, you know. Whatever the case may be, but you're just trying to survive at that point, right? right? That's that's the danger of just saying, "Hey, you know what? This is a fair tax. This is a fair requirement. If you meet these requirements and you meet these things, then go do your business. Leave me alone." Amen. Right? Um, you know, so I don't. I'm not pro gun. I'm not anti gun. I don't own a gun. I live in Texas, right? <laughs> Uh, anomaly right you know here's the thing i've got children you know if you if you and i got into a a fight right and and i pulled a gun my thought process is is i'm not ready to take someone's life i'm not responsible i don't want to be responsible i don't trust myself right out of an anger situation to to resolve that situation instead of just saying you know what hey man i'm sorry that i upset you that bad that that I now have to pull out a firearm <laughs> right. to, to, to escalate this, this yeah. situation, right? You know what? I'm sorry. You know what? Excuse here's me. Here's a cigar. Yeah, here's a cigar. <laughs> Let's sit down and and and, and you know it, this one's on me. You know I'm sorry. I apologize. Right? If I was in the wrong, <clears throat> that's kind of how I look at life, right? So if I can't, you know, I should be able to just you know talk to you like I'd mm-hmm. want to be treated and treat me the same way I want to be treated, and we can get along. That's correct. Right now, if you want to go out and hunt. And shoot clay pigeons and do whatever. Knock yourself out. I don't care. That's your business. It doesn't affect me, right? And who am I to say what you do? You know, it's none of my business. Knock yourself out. Right. We're right? all adults. You're you're, you're you an adult. Make your choices. Right. And so that's how I feel about in this in the cigar businesses is that if I own this building, as a as a consumer, I have the right to come in or not to come in, right? I don't know if you remember, but back in the day, everyone used to smoke cigarettes, right? So there was always a smoking area and a non-smoking area. And and I can't stand the smell of cigarette smoke. Like, I can smell it through the cigar smoke, right? So if someone lit a cigarette over there, I would be like, yo, who, what? You know what I mean? Like, it just pierces my nose, right? So, you know, if we were having dinner and we were on the patio someplace and somebody lit a cigar and, you know, there's a whole other patio and then the non-smoking people come over here and they sit by us. And they say, hey, could you put your cigar out? <laughs> I'm like, yo, you got a whole inside building that's non-smoking. Go go back in there, right? And you saw we were here having our cigars in the first place. So, like, why would you even sit next to me? Again, they have the right to come in, not come in. 
I have the right to come in, not to come in, right? So we're adults, right? So right. if I say, hey, this is a smoking environment, and I walk in the door, then I made that free choice. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Exactly. Um, and so what I don't like is for the, you know, if I own this building and I say this is a smoking environment, and I put a sign up that says this is a smoking environment, you know, who is the government to tell me if I own this building that I can or cannot yes, smoke sir. in this building, right? So <clears throat> there's this, you know, really what it comes down to is this over-policing of people, right? And and I don't, I'm not, like I said, I'm not anti-government, I'm not pro-government. I'm just, you know, I I am an adult, right? <laughs> and if I choose to do something, then, then you know, the, the consequence is back on me, right? I pay insurance, so if I need to go to the doctor, then I've got insurance, right? You know, um, there's there's not a single death certificate in the world that says that the cause of death was smoking in right, the world. Right. There's just not. Now, again, if you're overeating and you're overindulging and you're smoking and you don't exercise and you're not taking care of yourself, then there's a whole lot of factors that kind of cause all of that. Right. It's so, not just a soul. Right. Gotcha. But it's just a low-hanging fruit for them to go, well, he's a smoker, so that's probably what it was. Right? Well, you know, my uh, sister is a RN, and she said the new smoking is sitting. Sure. So, yeah. but my thought process was, so is the government going to make us start walking every day? Yeah, you need to have a treadmill <laughs> at your desk while you, uh, while you work, you know, and, you know, and so again, you know, the answer to what's going to happen with the FDA is no one really kind of knows. Um, it, it goes back to, there's a lot of money that's raised from the importation tax. I, I would have to guess that they don't, they really don't want to see that go away because then that means they got to go find some other replacement replacement right which would probably be soda <clears throat> soda would be next right sugar plastic straws you know and, and and i get it i mean like you 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 know we live in a world today where um the media is giving us real-time information about what's going on in the news now it may be skewed one side or the other but at the end of the day you know if there was a mass shooting today we would know 20 minutes after it happened that there's something going on or there's a tornado or there's a something Real time. Ever since, you know, kind of the, the whole start of, of the Gulf War with CNN. Right. News travels at the speed of light, right? Like that's that's something that I think people, which is relatively new. That was 1992, 93, right? So that's, uh, what, 20 years ago? No. Longer. <laughs> time flies by. 30 but, years yeah. ago. Holy moly, I'm getting old. So, you know what I mean? Like it, it seems like 1992, I was just I was just the other day. But, you know, my point is, is that that that's relatively new. Sure. I mean that's a that's a new thing, and now with the, with the tech, you know, advancements of cellular phones, and we have and, we have kids now that have never lived in an age where right. news didn't travel that right. fast. When you used to get sent to the grocery store, you, and you said your wife said go get some bread and some milk, and you had to call her on a payphone to go which bread and which milk, right? <laughs> did you want two percent, or did you want non-fat milk, or did you want wheat bread, or did you want white? You know what I mean? Like you had to go get a quarter and make a phone call, right? Like you know. They don't, you know, I, we showed our kids like, hey, you know, that's a payphone. You just have to pull out a quarter and, and, and make, you know, they're like, what? You know, like, what? Right. So, but times, times are changing, right? And the reality is, is as, you know, as our society, there's something, there's something is going on to where people have to be in your business. Right? All they the gotta, time. They got to tell you like what's good for you and what's good for, you know, not for you, right? This whole thing on, on. Don't even get me started on the, the whole Alabama. I'm super conservative in a way, right? I've got a family. I've got two kids. I'm pro-life, right? <clears throat> my brother adopted a child. My sister gave up or my sister-in-law gave up her child for an adoption for a family. My father-in-law was adopted, right? Like I'm a big 
proponent of why are we sending families to China to adopt children right. and spending twenty, twenty-five thousand, thirty thousand dollars in fees for for you know and have to go far away to adopt. It should be a much easier, simpler Absolutely. kind of process. And people talk about pro-choice and pro-life. It's like, well, that child doesn't have a choice. Right. right? So it, don't even get me started because I'm sure there are people that are like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, And so that's that's kind of the cool thing about having a partner like Skip is that, you know, he, he he's not liberal. He's kind of down the middle, right? Okay. He's pro-gun. You know, he's, he's kind of, you do your business, stay out of my business, that kind of thing, right? But where for me, like you know, because I've got children and I see that 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 should be the okay. thing, right? So right. we had we so where I was going with that story is is that we had the TV on. This mob of people are you know talking about this is a setback for America. Um, this is wrong, and you see this whole mob of people kind of going in and talking about it, right? So my initial thought is is that you look at the age group of the people who are kind of <laughs> complaining. I really doubt that any of them are practicing. This, it's not like they're lining up to say, you know, hey, doctor, I had this baby. I don't really want to keep it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm right. like she's 50 years old and she's screaming bloody murder. And I'm, it, now I get it from a, um, no one likes to be told what they can and can't do. Sure. And that's really the nuts and bolts of where this conversation is really. All of it. So, right. So I can respect where she's coming from. Like no one wants to be told what they're doing. But remember. I don't want to be told if I can have a cigar or not have a cigar. So back up off me. You know what I mean? So that's where I was going with that conversation, right? So, um, you know, so, so, you know. If, have you ever heard the long way around? I have heard, I've heard, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, um, you know, so that, again, going back to FDA, what it comes down to, the user fees have gone up five cents, right? So, so earlier when I said that, that the tax is 50 cents, it used to be 41 and a half, and that was called S-CHIP. And that money was raised for the Children's Health Care Fund. Before Obama left, and I'm not an anti-Obama guy. I'm not pro-anti. I'm just saying when Obama left, he gave the, the FDA, they passed a bill called the, the Tobacco Freedom Act, Family Freedom or something. And, and that allowed FDA to regulate smoking, right? And this is a president that's been seen with a cigar in his hands. Right, right. right. Cigarettes, right? Yeah. And so... I think kind of on his last way out the door, this is kind of one of those things. Okay, hey, I'm going to hold true. You help me get me elected. I got it. I got it. You know, one little elbow jab. So, <laughs> so he, 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 he did that. And so now we're kind of living with, you know, kind of the, the, the aftermath of that. Now, here's the real deal. There's only about 100 FDA agents in the United States. Right. Agents. They didn't get any extra money. Not yet. Now. But there's no, but there's no, there are no ads that say, hey, we we're, we need more FDA agents to come in here and spot check all the stuff that's coming in. Now that we got to take care of this tobacco stuff, right? So we already got food and drugs, and now we got to do this tobacco stuff, which they have no truly understanding. That's like, hey, we're gonna write a bunch of laws, and then we got to have this other enforcement agency, like. So if you had to pull somebody over, like we'll take this way back, right? When 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 did you get on the force? Two thousand five. Okay. So let's let's pretend back then that there were no cameras. They probably were on the other. They were. There were. But where I want, where I was trying to go with this was, I, I had a friend of mine who was a lieutenant, and he said, you know, hey, back whenever I was on the beat, if I pulled you over and I knew your parents, I would say, hey, Joe, I know Mister Joe. If he sees you out here, he's gonna whoop you. you know, <laughs> right? You better get your ass home and get home right now. Or if I pulled you over, I said, you know, hey, I just left the bar. I'm going home, and you're part of the community. Move over, 
you know, the guy follows him, you drive him home, you drive, knock on the door, knock him. Now, with the advancement of cameras, you can't make that call anymore. Discretion is taken away from you. Discretion is taken away from you, right? Because, you know, the reality is if you let Joe go home and Joe gets in a wreck, it's on you, right? And so there's 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 truths on both sides of that, right? So you don't really want you're, – you're, you're, so here's the deal. Somebody else up here on the top wrote these laws, and now they've taken away the ability for you to make a judgment call, and your intent of how the law is supposed to be met is based on your interpretation of that law. Correct. Right? So if you wanted to let someone get away on a slide just because it's like, hey, man, I got 30 minutes for my shifts over. I really don't want to go down <laughs> you know, or whatever that case is. You don't have that ability. So it's like, yo, you're on camera, my man. Hey, guess what? I don't care if you're the president of, you know, the university, you're going to jail for that DUI, right? And so, and, and you may have may or may not have known who that person was. And you knew that if that would happen, that would totally ruin his career, right? Whether he was 0.01 or 0.1 over, you know, that, that, you know, again, you have to make a judgment call at that time. And and really where we're at with, with the FDA is kind of where I'm going with that is is S chip was was put into place on the federal level. And so once they they added the user fees, which was one of the newer things, now it's it's about, you know, it just went up to fifty cents, about forty nine cents in tax. That revenue that's that's there, they don't want that to go away. So again, where do they go from here? Um, so I don't think the user fees are going away. I think that's here to stay because now they've got the money. They're not going to give that up. Sure. Uh, I think once they pass the 21 federal law across the board, I think the next thing they'll do is they'll go for the plain packaging laws that Canada has gone to. I saw that. Um, yeah. So that just went to effect, right? So, um, but here's, here's the nuts and bolts of this. If I had a cigar shop and I put up a black cloth halfway down the middle of my humidor, and I covered up all the product on the right or left-hand side. People that would go into the humidor would come in and go, what, what happened? Yeah. Where, where are the cigars at? Yeah. I'm looking for such and such. But that's what's going to happen, yeah. right? All those cigars are going to be gone. And and the reality is, is that us as a community did very little because we're a really small percentage of the people who actually smoke cigars. Let's, let's be honest. It's like, you know, it's a fraction of a fraction of a percent of people that actually smoke cigars. Oh, absolutely. And, you know... Every week, I'm sure everybody gets tired of me telling them, write your senator, write your congressperson, and join Cigar Rights of America. I'm just like, please quit complaining about it and take part in it. Well, the cigar community is a very older, I mean, you think about it, right? Most of the the manufacturers that are in the industry, you know, are people that came over in the 60s from Cuba. Right. Right? So... You know, they're, they're, you know, my father was born in 1950, so he's, uh, what, 69 years old right now, right? So you got to figure that a lot of these owners, these manufacturers that are, are kind of from that era or a little bit older than that era, they don't, you know, it's a, it, we don't make the money that people make in the cigarette business because it's such a smaller amount of sales. Like it's right. such a, it's a fraction of what is really sold, right? So, um, so, so we're underfunded. It's an older industry. It's a very small community. And the reality is, is like I said, it goes back to if the anti-smoking people say, well, you know, hey, it's gone. They're happy with it, right? One way or the other, they'll just go find something else to tax. <laughs> and so that's really kind of what we're left with. And hopefully, you know, there are, you know, uh, Rubio in Florida 
because there's a lot of factories that are still there. The Ebor City, you know, all the, the small little guys that hand roll cigars that are still kind of around. There's not a whole lot, but there's still a good amount of them. He knows that those are affected, like like you know, in Florida, right? So there there are some small pockets of some chance of hope, and at this point, that's all you can really hope for, right? right. It's just a little, you know, as long as the light's still on, you're still fighting, right? Absolutely. So. I'm sorry to get off on that tangent. I know oh, we're no, trying man. to wrap up like five times, no, no, but no, it's not good. really a tangent. It's, it's just, you know, listen, like I said, super transparent. It's the truth. Yeah, That's we like up. that. So, Well, hey, man, we appreciate it again. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for guys. Oh, thank you. Hey, welcome back to Cigar Talk. Uh, hope you enjoyed that interview with Mike Rosales at the headquarters of Roma Craft. Me and Bryant had a great time down there hanging out with Mike and Danny, and uh, we look forward to going back down there. So anyway, uh, let's do our house cleaning. First, we want to say uh, we appreciate both our sponsors, Alpha Cigars and Hireman Solomon. We've been smoking both those brands uh, back to back, yes. and we just really have enjoyed them. So anyway, uh, the other thing we wanted to say is we have a new partnership with the Luxury Cigar Club. Yes. And let me tell you about how that works if you haven't heard of them. And if you haven't heard of them, you must have been living under a rock <laughs> because they are everywhere. But anyway, what they do is it's a Luxury Cigar Club monthly cigar box. And they send out, I'm a platinum member. I've been a member for, I believe, four months. And so every month, it's like Christmas, they send me a box of cigars. I never know what's going to be in it. And the cool thing is they're all quality cigars. And usually it's cigars that I can't get locally. So that's a huge bonus too. So I look forward to my box every month. Uh, anyway, we've partnered up with them. And now we're going to be giving away, if you register on our website, and if you've registered before, I know it's a pain in the butt, but you got to go register again because we started a new uh, system and the old system is gone. So if you are a uh, subscriber before, you're going to want to go back and register. And we also will use that same email list to send out any updates on where we're going, where we're going to be, what shows we're doing. I'll try to get that going as well as a newsletter, probably send that out maybe once a month. Time is limited because, you know, I do have a regular job as well. But anyway, so go by our website, go to the registration page, fill that out, hit submit, and it's a one and done. You don't have to keep doing everything week to week. If you're in it now, you're in it three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, because we're going to keep doing the same system. So you don't have to keep trying to do something each week. You're in, you're in. Yeah, you learn from my you get blessed from my growing pains That's yeah what it is. so i apologize if you've already registered and you got to do it again but uh right now the only person registered is gary hartley <laughs> oh and that's a little story too on his message and you should do this too you don't have to but i recommend it on his message where he registered he said I liked Rob's music better than Brian's. Yeah. <laughs> so that puts me back up 60 to 40%, just so you know. Anyway. Yeah, uh, I love Gary Steele. Yeah. Hey, I love him too. He's got yeah. great taste in music. Oh, yeah. No, he's great taste in books. <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah, go by our website, register, and uh, hopefully you'll have a chance to win uh, we're so pleased to have uh, Luxury Cigar Club. Uh, man, those guys do a great job. And the way they select the cigars that go in the box is super cool. They have uh, three owners. They get together, and they all three smoke the same cigars over and over and over. And then they have a vote, and they have to unanimously 
pick which cigar goes in the box so you know you're getting like the best of the best. Yes, yes. And so far, I have been so pleased with all the cigars I've gotten in their boxes. And uh, I can't wait to see what they're coming out with next. I should have a new box coming tomorrow or Monday, and I can't wait to see what's in it. I I kind of have my my hopes set kind of high so uh last time i got a box i actually sent a message like immediate and was like dude that's the best box y'all have come out with yet <laughs> so anyway uh if you guys uh haven't go by instagram their luxury cigar club uh that's their website as well and uh they're on facebook luxury cigar club so just go by there and mention that you heard about them on cigar talk and uh just let them know that we're so thankful to have them part of the community truly thankful anyway uh uh, make sure you tune in next week. Uh, we're going to have David Blanco on the show, and you guys know how much of a fan of him that I am. Uh, he is a serviceman. He uh, he was a sheriff. Well, you know what? I'm not going to yeah, tell let, anything because it was a great interview. Yeah, yeah. And then, again, uh, we want to say thank you to the uh, sponsors of the show. Uh, we want to say thank you to our sponsors, Hiram Solomon and uh, Alpha Cigars. Uh, they are both great products. Uh, the uh, Traveling Man is one of my favorites. And then... Uh, the diffuser from Alpha Cigars is one of Bryant's favorites. Yes. Uh, and also that uh, uh, Grand Architect from uh, Hiram Solomon. Right, right. And I actually like, you smoke the uh, Maduro diffuser. Yes, sir. I smoke the... Uh, infuser. I Yeah, I smoke the Maduro infuser. That's mm -hmm. one of my favorites. It's really just... Man, it's grown on me, and now I, I'm like, can't wait to get another one. But anyway, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show, and we're going to quit rambling on, and we hope you tune in next week to hear the interview with Blanco. And let's see, I think that's going to be four episodes since the last music. That's correct. So, so we'll we're going to be coming lists. out with some more music. Yeah. And if you go on uh, Spotify and do a search under playlist and look for Cigar Talk playlist you can see what music we've already done and the new music will be added to those each uh month when we do those so make sure you tune in and let us know you know whose music you like better <laughs> so anyway guys y'all have a great week and stay smoking my friends